0: Hello, and welcome to Latter-day Saint Discourse. In today's episode, we will discuss some methods on how to navigate ambiguity within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Let's begin. First and foremost, what is ambiguity? It means that there are aspects about a certain subject that are unclear, vague, uncertain or can be hard to understand possibly in part due to the current information you have let's look at a few random examples number one ashley gave a bath to her dog wearing a black t-shirt is the dog wearing the black t-shirt or is ashley number two I have never tasted ice cream quite like that one before. Was the ice cream being referenced to delicious or disgusting according to the person eating it? Number three, call me a taxi please. Is the person speaking asking someone to get them a taxi or do they wanna be called a taxi? Number four, I saw someone on the hill with a telescope. Did you use a telescope to see someone on the hill? Or did you see someone on the hill having their own telescope? These examples are small statements that are ambiguous in nature. Within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you can also find things that may be ambiguous. A good rule of thumb to determine such examples as well as the authenticity of the information could be to ask yourself a series of questions. Here are a few. Number one, who is providing the information? Number two, are they a primary source for information such as an interview or letter directly from the person providing the details in question or is it a secondary source, meaning someone providing secondhand information or commentary such as a review or a bystander or is the information I'm looking at or hearing coming from a third hand or more account? Number three, is the information something that has been sustained and upheld as official from current church leaders? Again, those are just a few example questions. Sister Marie and Elder Brucey Hafen have spoken on the subject of ambiguity on numerous occasions. There are three aspects of learning and understanding that they discuss that I think are vital as we look at ambiguity in the gospel and elsewhere. They are termed as Simplicity, complexity, and mature simplicity. You may move through these phases as you go from subject to subject or over a lifetime. As children or those new to the church, we may tend to learn very basic primitive principles about the gospel of Jesus Christ at first. The Apostle Paul may have characterized it as milk before meat. The Hafens term it as simplicity. During this period of learning, we take on a basic foundational approach to doctrine, history, and other matters. However, as we mature and expand our minds, we tend to dig deeper into subjects. We start to see areas that are not so easily understood or answered, as they may have been when we were younger, new to the church, or maybe we just didn't mind or think about looking into every facet of something until it was brought to our attention. With that said, certain things can become more complex. In fact, the Hafens term this phase of learning as complexity. During this phase of learning, it may become more difficult or complex, to understand or explain something that we want to be ideal, but in reality is not. One historical example could be the Mountain Meadow Massacre. As we study and at times wrestle with this experience, we may come away with more questions than answers. Although we may never come to a full knowledge of this September 7th, 1857 massacre as well as all the events that led up to it we can however come with clean motives and an open mind and heart to a heightened level of compassion and even understanding that doesn't mean we ignore aspects that are hard to digest not ask difficult questions or even have concerns what it does mean is we can weigh the information we have with the questions we discussed earlier in regards to ambiguity and determining authenticity, and then take that information to the Lord. And if you like, also discuss it with friends, family, scholars, and church leaders. If it proves to be a stumbling block, we can also weigh the information in question With the foundational doctrines of the gospel. We can also compare it with other similar examples in the scriptures and then ask God for guidance. If we are willing to take these steps in this moment, we are utilizing the last phase of learning mature simplicity. Again, we don't necessarily ignore difficult realities and the wounds that may be associated with them. There is room for healthy, continuous dialogue. However, it is vital to stay grounded to that foundation upon which the gospel of Jesus Christ sits. Ultimately, the life, teachings, and acceptance of our Savior Jesus Christ and His gospel restored in our day. What are some other tenets of our faith that we can lean on? The 13 Articles of Faith can be a great starting point. These wonderful pronouncements provide a simple, mature platform to stand on. You may also consider the lessons taught from the Preach My Gospel manual or recent general conference talks. Lastly, the very scriptures of God are an incredible source as we come to a close it is my hope that we can see a pattern of learning here that we can maneuver through the phases of simplicity complexity and mature simplicity and that when all is said and done we continue to learn with a desire to be taught by the gift and power of God. Until next time.